0: Hello, and welcome to level 46 of 3 Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight. How are you all doing this week? I hope you're doing well. And before I get into this week's level, I just want to thank Monica from Geek Caring Podcast, who just went and sent me a copy of Animal Crossing New Horizons for the Nintendo Switch so I could live those island dreams right now with mentioning it in level 45 so if you haven't listened to that level go back and check it out where we talk about the Animal Crossing craze I'm living it now too but I just wanted to say thank you Monica very much for that gesture I'll be sending you some oranges very soon anyway with that out of the way let's get on with the show Starting off this level of 3 Extra Lives, I'm focusing on a feature in Steam called Steam Family Share. Now this has been out since September 2013, but this week I made a bit of a revelation. So Steam Family Share allows you and close friends to share your Steam libraries together. Amazing you might think. If you're somebody who has a big backlog of games, maybe introducing somebody close to you to the platform who doesn't have an extensive collection like yourself, you can share your games with them by logging into their device, their computer and enabling that feature. One of the downsides of this feature was that when you were online yourself playing your Steam games and that person you've shared your Steam games with wanted to play at the same time. You couldn't do that. You couldn't be online at the same time. However, there is a workaround which I have discovered this week. Don't worry, it's totally legal. I've actually been reaping the benefits of this with my partner Amanda, who likes to dip into some of the titles I have redeemed on my steam library. And usually that's a game from the humble choice or humble bundle that we both haven't managed to pick up. So, This is working out by the person who you've shared your library with. They'll go ahead and pick a game that they want to play. The way you get around still accessing your library. And I do note there is a bit of a disclaimer here. The game you also want to be playing has to be a title that works offline, not online. So if you're looking to play something multiplayer online like Rocket League or Destiny 2 or something that requires you to be connected to the internet, you are gonna run into an issue of not being able to do this. But if you're maybe somebody like me who enjoys indie games or single player titles that don't require you to be connected to the internet, you can actually set your Steam into offline mode, play through those titles while the other person connected to the internet is accessing your titles on Steam, and hey, you're sharing your collection they're having a good time, you're still having a good time, and you've managed to work around that Steam family sharing library. I'm not going to call it an issue because it it was never intended to allow two people to connect while they were online at the same time. But it is a bit inconvenient if you are a family of gamers that want to access these games at the same time. So it's been a bit of a revelation for me. I hope this little tip helps you. Maybe you've got somebody in your household that wants to take a look at your Steam library, maybe find something in there that they'd be interested in playing right now. There's definitely a lot of benefit in sharing your collection with your family members. Of course, you'll always have priority in playing your games, so there's no worries there. And for me, it's always nice to say to somebody in your household, these couple of titles are really good, I think you should check them out. Then they have access to them, they can play them, they can agree with you or not, and they can just have some good old video game fun. So go ahead and blow off some Steam. It's trivia time. So we were talking about the Steam platform straight in here with a Steam question. What year did the Steam platform first launch? Was it 1997, 2000 or 2003? The correct answer is 2003. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. <laughs> Next up on this level of three extra lives, I'm talking about My Friend Pedro. Or as I've been told to say, My Friend Pedro. So My Friend Pedro is a shoot-em-up video game developed by Dead Toast and it was published by Devolver Digital. And this game came out in June 2019 on Windows and the Switch and has since been released on Xbox One in December 2019. And a PlayStation 4 port is due to release in April 2020. In fact, as you're listening to this, it has been released barring no delays. So what is my friend Pedro? Well, that is a great question because you start this game by waking up and interacting with a banana. Yes, a banana. And this banana sends you on a journey through various levels, which aren't that long. They maybe take five to seven minutes to complete. And Pedro will guide you as you eliminate hordes of gangsters and bad guys that you're trying to basically find out who you are, what you're doing, and why there is so many criminals in this town. And the game borderlines on making you feel like a complete badass and the most utterly ridiculous feeling of that you might just be in the matrix but the matrix if it was directed by michael bay and you'll go through various levels that are side scrolling 2d and It's a pretty violent game and you also have the ability to use bullet time, think again the Matrix or if you've ever played Max Payne. Then you have access to ridiculous jumping maneuvers, you can dodge bullets by spinning, you can split your aim, double targets at once, and you have access to various weapons to perform off stylish parkour maneuvers as you do this. you get scored at the end for your performance. So it's not just about getting through the level. It's about how stylish you can do it. And you'll get a rating at the end of the level, which can vary from being awesome to being called a coconut, which I don't think is very good. And I've seen it quite a lot myself. But like I say, this game does borderline on a ridiculous balance where you spend certain levels within the mind of pedro the banana and that causes the levels to get a little bit alice in wonderland where you're in this banana reality which is probably not what you're going to expect i don't want to give away too much there but this game is a lot of fun and it's really easy to pick up and play and it's really easy to make you feel like an incredible superstar hero with the usage of the slow motion and the aiming of your weapons you can like I say target two people at a time you can burst through a window you can just slow down time while you're doing that and perform incredible maneuvers there's also a fairly ridiculous boss fights and stages that break up the side-scrolling regularity of this game as well. And you're just going to be in this really strange world of gangsters and bananas. And it all seems a little bit unreal. And I think they've really captured that bizarre feeling with you having this friend who is a banana, but it feels strange, but then there's something that feels right about it too. I don't know what that's all about, but it's all very appealing. So I definitely think my friend Pedro is worth your time. Blood bullets and bananas, what better combination can you have than that? And I was fortunate enough to pick this up in Humble Choice for March 2020. So I was very happy with this pick. And if you're looking for one of your video game five a days, I definitely think you should check out My Friend Pedro by Dead Toast Entertainment. It's trivia time. So we were talking about my friend Pedro and, you know, there was bananas in that discussion. And speaking of bananas, name the 1998 PlayStation 1 title developed under the name Surigechu that was specifically designed for the DualShock controller and would be the first game to do so. Your clue is bananas. The correct answer is Ape Escape. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of three extra lives, I was thinking as I do about the past and about video games of yesteryear and specifically video games when I played, when I was younger and specifically even more. So my first ever game that I can remember completing to full, what was yours? Can you remember right now off the top of your head, that first game that you managed to conquer that first game that you managed to complete every level that first time you saw a credit screen in a video game and thought, okay, I've done it. What now? Now for me, My first ever game was over on the Sega Mega Drive. Now you're probably thinking, oh, Tom, it was Sonic. It was Streets of Rage. And I'll say to you, no, it was Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Yes, Michael Jackson had a video game that released back in 1990 on the Sega Mega Drive or the Sega Genesis if you prefer. In fact, it actually came out in 1991 in Europe. I was playing it sometime after that. Honestly, it's a game I still remember fairly well. There was only four levels in this game where you would go around beating up bad guys, using dance moves and magic powers to do that. You could also entrance the bad guys into performing a dance routine with you. And it was a very interesting game, and it is one that I do have fond memories of because when I was of that age, I also remember even sitting in the sound settings for that game and listening to 16 bit audio of Michael Jackson songs and dancing to those in my living room while I wasn't playing this game. You know, this was long before the days of Spotify or YouTube, and this was how I was getting a fix on my music being that young i mean i think i must have been only about four or five years old and i remember playing this game to completion i remember getting through one of the last levels where you end up in space and you have a crosshair and you're shooting down enemies which was a lot different from how the game had played out usually with its platforming and its beat-em-up style And I remember completing this and thinking, wow, I did it. I beat a game. I've done that. What do I do next? And I think the first game you ever complete, you know, that's never going to go away. That's always going to be in my head. That was the one that was the first one I managed to beat. And I'm proud of that achievement. And I just thought it was nice to remember the first game I ever beat. Because these days I play a lot of games and I actually don't get to complete as many as I would like to to completion, just because of the sheer volume of games that we have access to, the sheer amount of games that are released every single day. We are spoiled in that regard and trying to play every single game, get a taste of every single game and then try and complete that. And you know, some people like to take that fervor in getting every achievement or beating the game to 100%. And I just don't think it's possible with every single game that's coming out right now. We just don't have the time to do that. And I know I dip my toes into a lot of games and then dip my toe back out as I'm playing various games. But I'd love for you to share your memories of the first video game you've completed, how that made you feel, what did you do after that? Because I know when I was younger as well, I used to trade games in and go get new ones. I would never do that anymore. I love keeping my games and even when they're done. and That was just how it was when you were younger. That's how you got to your next video game. But I'd love for you to share your stories as well about your first video game. Maybe yours was Michael Jackson, Moonwalker. I very much doubt it, but you never know it's trivia time. So actually another game that I completed, which I'm not going to say the name of because it's the answer to this question. But here we go. In which platforming video game series does the player control an ordinary worm, enhanced by a super suit? The answer is Earthworm Jim. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of another level of three extra lives. How did you do on the trivia this week? why not let me know over on social media, over at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at 3 Extra Lives. Always love to hear how you're doing on the trivia. And you can email the show at podcast at 3 com if you have any feedback, suggestions, or anything that I've mentioned you want to send a reply to, you can do it over there at podcast at 3 com, And you can find the show notes, of course, for this level, 3 com. It'll all be there so you don't have to go searching. And with that, here we are at the end of another level. I want to thank you very much for tuning in. Take care everyone, and I'll see you all in level 47! this show is brought to you by dragon powered studio find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com so it's been a bit of a rev next up on this level of three extra lives i'm talking about my friend pedro or as i've been told to pronounce it my friend pedro i just said the same thing